0: So, it's been a while. We've Hello been trying to again. do this. We've been trying to do this and life just keeps getting in the way. <laughs> oh no, we have to we have to <laughs> greet
1: everybody back to Nerding Daily. The only way that Ewan McGregor does. Hello there. Hello there.
0: Oh, he <laughs> does do that, doesn't he? As Obi-Wan, yeah. Oh, right. Hello, Hello there. there. I think he did that to Pooh Bear too. Hello there, Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode's on Doctor Sleep. It was weird trying to get to see this movie. Was even difficult for me. I had some weird for both experiences. of us. Um, you yeah. had the
1: better experiences, the more noteworthy ones. Oh, I did. But
0: <laughs> go go ahead
1: with the first one because we were first, first going to see it together.
0: Yeah, we were. And then the we get to the theater, bought it on Fandango, and everything. I had everyone's tickets purchased. Mm-hmm. We get there, and the parking lot's dark, and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe the lights are just out. It's Albuquerque. You know, who knows? Walk up to the theater and like everyone's like buzzing around it. But you know, I don't see anything like super weird mm-hmm. except they're like telling people to go home and they're locking doors. <laughs> and they're like, our computers are down. actually the electricity's out. So it's like, oh snap. And like, you know, Fandango, like you can't get a refund nope. to save your life. Nope. Once the, well, you can before, but once the showtime hits, it's almost near impossible. Yeah. And they're like, oh, just take a screenshot and bring it to customer service. We'll honor it. And I'm like, yeah, right.
1: How can you honor it that night, though, if your computers are down and there's no power?
0: That's right. And I'm supposed to believe this employee, you know? There's nothing we could do. Jack and I were so mad. And I was on my way already. Yeah. And I I called and I was trying to stop you. And (laughs) I was having Jackie text you. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It was a bummer, bro. And then what happened the second time you tried to see Dr. Sleep? <laughs> so they did honor the screenshot at Century Rio. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they gave me, like, for your ticket, like, they gave me, like, a voucher, like, that I can't only use. I can only use it on certain, there's, like, blackout days. You can't use it on opening night. What? I know. You, and you can't use it on a Disney film. <laughs> what? I <laughs> said, well, I don't want to watch a Disney film. How I want to watch Dr. Sleep. But anyway, yeah, we got to see it. We get We get into our seats. This couple shows up late and they're like, you know, all over each other. You know, I'm fine with young love, but they got <laughs> like busy and they didn't care who was around. And there was a moment there where I'm like, okay, what is going on? Because there's a lot of racket, a lot of ruckus. Mm-hmm. I just look over and it was like rated R. It was rated R. There was some... Some uh, very, not just heavy petting, but I won't go into too much detail because this is a family show. But uh, I heard was, that somebody's
1: it, pants were down.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty gross. I I never, I never, man. Now I know why old <laughs> ladies say that. I never, well, I you know. Never. But uh, yeah, they, they finally, like I don't know how they could have done that during this movie of all movies. Because yeah. this movie of all movies was good well and like, it's not
1: like a sexy movie or anything
0: right like if it was like some like slasher film or you know something that had no storyline you know uh it would be perfect if but it
1: was a sexy movie if it was like a
0: romantic movie, maybe I, I still don't think that's appropriate and yeah. and everyone's like well why don't you like report them i'm like dude you know how hard it was to get into this movie <laughs> you expect me to leave <laughs> go report two people when, I, when I, I'm I not leaving. I'm no. seeing this film. Nothing's going to stop. And uh, I didn't have as bad of a view as the girl next to them. So oh. she got probably the worst view. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but they ended up leaving like halfway through anyway. So it's fine. See, that's the other thing that bothers me. They didn't even stay for the whole movie. I'm wondering if they jumped theaters or something. Oh, they probably did. You know they probably I mean?
1: snuck into that one just to fool around. And then they <laughs> went back jumped to, 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 to a different run. one. Yeah. yeah. Something like that.
0: Who knows? But it was... It was it was so distracting.
1: Wow! But, and mine, I was just like, I just told Charlie, my partner, "Hey, just uh, you know, this is a good time for me to go. Just drop me off." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, one of three people there. Wow! I just went Tuesday. Wow! And I thought it was great. It was a phenomenal movie, man. I even talked to uh one of the two people
0: um after the movie was over, and he was like,
1: "I didn't think it was going to be that good."
0: I was like, "I know, right?" Yeah. All, I mean, Stephen King, you have a you have to have a certain like. With his movies anyway? Like, uh, it's you have to have it like a yeah. Usually it's like, oh, it starts out good and then and then something kinda cheesy happens. And you're like, oh that's kinda cheesy. And then and then it gets good again. And then like the ending comes and you're just like, dang it, that's terrible. That's a terrible ending. Oh, you're talking about it chapter two again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have a Stephen King
1: cameo. Oh, he's oh. making fun because James <laughs> McAvoy is a writer in that movie. Oh, that's 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 cute, that's clever. Oh, this ending. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah no And this
0: I mean. this was good it was consistent it was it was for a sequel too man sequels are tough for a 40 year old sequel a 40 year old sequel yeah. they did i mean this this is just as good as I would say um Blade Runner 2049 that's yeah. exactly if what not, I was thinking Better yeah
1: it it doesn't have the same people behind it mm-hmm. other than Stephen King which right, right, even right. the original shiny movie was an adaptation that they took way out of context with Stanley Kubrick Right right but this is true I've heard of the book and the movie of Doctor Sleep this is true to both of those But yeah I 40 years difference uh, completely different actors playing the same characters i was kind
0: of scared when this first got announced i was
1: like this sounds like it's gonna be
0: bad see and i didn't even know what it was i had to like go read up on what it was i didn't realize he had written a sequel because i know it's a fairly new sequel right yeah but I, so...
1: I i knew he did but i thought it was in the same vein of like you know there's fight club 2 oh right, right, right. which the original writer made into a graphic novel and that one i was on board at first in like the first 20 pages and then it gets just gets absolutely ridiculous like a comic book
0: it's like he got tired of it and he's like yeah he's
1: like yeah just i'm just gonna throw myself in there and make myself a character and then uh tyler durden will will kill me i'm like what are you talking about what's what? bizarre and there's nuns falling from the sky and what what are you talking about <laughs> i was worried that was like yeah stephen king still but maybe he's lost it by now <laughs> if his, if if he's just gotten an Around to doing a sequel, maybe he's lost it and he's just like whatever. People like The Shining, I don't care. Anymore. I'm
0: gonna just do this. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you.
1: Um, it wasn't like that though. No, it wasn't. I'm glad it was not. It's a different story. It does rely on the Shining movie to to get the full benefit of the story, right? But it doesn't rely on just rehashing the same things from The Shining. Which like I... it doesn't have the same like story beats, you know?
0: Well, I like how it builds upon it. Like I like how they. The ghosts from, or the spirits, what have mm-hmm. you, from the the, the hotel, the Overlook, they, like, torture him. Yeah. And they're, like, following him, and and his, what would you call him, his guardian? I guess you'd call it a guardian. Teaches him a trick, and that trick, like, helps him so much. But, oh, Dick Halloran? Yeah. You can call
1: him the, his earth angel. His earth angel. Oh. Won't you be mine? That's so, no, I'm kidding. like...
0: Not what I was gonna call, him. <laughs> but I like it.
1: But he teaches them that trick where yeah. he has these these beings still in his head,
0: right? And spoiler alert! No, kidding. It's been it's always long a enough. Spoiler it's alert. been long enough. If you haven't seen it by now, you're worse off. That. No, nobody saw this in theaters, so whatever, <clears throat> whatever. Go see it. Go but see anyway. It. Like, yeah, he teaches them this trick to lock things in a box, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It's a cool trick, and it gives him power over these these creatures and they're just stuck in this box forever he can visualize this visualize this stuff
1: easily because he has that shining to him and it's kind of the opposite way of tony mm-hmm. the voice in his head from the shining the first movie and i thought that was a clever idea that's one way because of course if all this crazy stuff happened in that hotel well theoretically yeah that stuff would still follow you you would still grow up with that stuff it yeah. wouldn't just go away once you're away from the hotel
0: if you're gonna think about it. it's gonna haunt you yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah, every time he looks at a bathtub, he's going to think of it. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And then they feed off of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, what, what's cool about this story, though, is it takes it to an- another step, like that there's more people like him, mm-hmm. and there's more people like the spirits that feed. Yep. Which I thought was cool, but these are living spirits.
1: These are living people. Living people,
0: sorry, that
1: mm-hmm. feed. Well, and I, w- I guess I wouldn't say living because they do say at one point, like, Oh, right, right, right these beings die but then they can feast upon living spirits right 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 so i mean they leave that like ominous enough so it's it's not like purely said
0: well it's like they're hunting people who have the shining
1: yeah which less and less people do nowadays jumping to modern day and danny Torrance is now grown up uh by himself and he's a mess but yeah there's this group of people that they're just they're trying to find that shining in people just so they can save their own lives right extend their own lives
0: right for as long as they can and they trap it and bottle it and there's like a gang of them and it's mm-hmm. its like a, it's almost like a manson family you know
1: uh a manson family done better than the manson family in once upon a time in hollywood <laughs> it really is yeah it's not just a bunch of hippie girls like watching you walk back and forth and back and forth <laughs> sorry i was talking about once upon a time in hollywood earlier and i keep thinking like it's not nearly as good as the other quentin tarantino movies but that was one of the things that i was thinking when i saw dr sleep i was like this is like like old hippie like commune like yep. turn crazy that's yep. what it, it seems like with these evil characters
0: and that's what i got from it. i mean it almost had like it almost had this carny vibe mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it reminded me like the way she had that hat At first, I thought she was from, like, some twisted circus. You know know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're doing magic and all that. So, But, yeah.
1: Well, and what I like is they have one of the main guys from Twin Peaks in that gang. The tall guy? Right. Yep. I don't remember what his name was on Twin Peaks because he was from the uh, Black Lodge, but he was either called the man from another place or in the revival season, he was called, like, the firefighter.
0: I think he was in the haunting of Hill House as well. He, he plays is? like a. Well, he almost he plays Lurch too, right in the new um, Adams Family. Or he played Lurch.
1: I thought it was in the old one from in the 90s. old one,
0: not not from the original days, but from the movie, from the movies, like the '90s movies. Um, oh see. yeah.
1: And sorry if I butcher your, your name, sir. Sorry, it's uh, Carol Struchin, uh the giant in Twin Peaks. But yeah, he also has the name the Fireman in Twin Peaks. Oh. But it was good seeing him. Like seeing these this weird group of people right led by uh rose the hat which is played by rebecca ferguson like i was legitimately scared of what they were capable of and they showed like everything that they're capable of
0: yeah i liked i liked that yeah acting was good too i mean it wasn't even the little girl and oh dude the little boy actor man that little baseball playing kid that scene jacob tremblay jeez you didn't notice that that was jacob tremblay jacob tremblay from room Oh it was? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's all grown up. Well, a little bit. Well, I mean, since then. <laughs> wow. He he does a lot of him.
1: he does a lot of good movies and then he does did The Predator.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about The Predator. <laughs> Other than that, he does good movies. Yeah, he did. But he just had a little throwaway. cameo here. Wow, yeah, that was so heartbreaking, man, that scene. Yeah. Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah, I know they But they good. Will acting. Get, they will get that they call it Steam. Right. They'll get that steam at any cost. So the people with the shining, or even just regular people dying, they have this like this last breath. that's they call it steam.
0: It's basically it soul their soul or essence, depend depending what where your head's at.
1: Yeah, but people with the shining <laughs> have more of it, so they kind of torture people with the shining so they can get more steam out of them.
0: Which this is what people do when they come into my work. <laughs> they take your soul. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty brutal they just there's just these energy vampires
1: that's the perfect term for it yeah <laughs> but uh but, soul sucker but grown up danny torrance like he's obviously had some hard times being haunted you know when you were five years old right I and mean, of course that's going to do things to you the first time we see grown-up danny torrance he's you know an alcoholic he's in bar fights he's with loose women you know he's he's letting out this jack torrent's side of him right and he even admits it later on and then he finally finds you know a calm place where people actually care for him and you know he gets his feet on the ground good for him but it's so sad well, that he has this job moonlighting as uh as a nurse
0: when i love that the movie takes but he finds himself being the one that comforts people before they die so he has a purpose which gives him purpose but i love that it doesn't take place just overnight like in one week no it's like eight years time that's what i liked about it it wasn't right away there's this passage of time and you're like wow okay okay this is different i like this so i really enjoyed the pace
1: yeah no the pace was good Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a light switch oh no character development done well i love that because you know you
0: don't get over an addiction over in one week or a month or whatever
1: (laughs) no and you can't change fundamental flaws you know with you
0: and they didn't do no they didn't do some montage you know which i appreciate Mm -hmm. it was this it was just well-paced that cat that cat had a little bit of shining in him
1: yeah you could tell when the people in the nursing home when it was there last night and there was this myth about the cat visiting you and it's like oh it's my time but i one thing i was surprised that they didn't lean on the the title too much no, they didn't. One of the... Old, oh, one one line. Yeah, one of the old guys calls him Dr. Sleep because he thinks that uh, Dan Torrance is a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, Dr. Sleep. All right. And it's never mentioned
0: again, which I was like,
1: you know, it's going to be the final battle. He's going to call himself Dr. Sleep. I was like,
0: oh, no, they didn't. Oh, good. Well, and really, that one girl that could tell people to do anything, sleep or kill yourself, you know, I I thought she was Dr. Sleep for a moment. Oh, the blonde? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what was cool it was seeing Crow Daddy because uh, he's from Westworld. Oh, don't. No. Yeah. Don't don't reference Westworld first with him. I'm not. Fargo. Oh, yeah. Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, he was, he was, was Fargo much too. better in Fargo. Yeah, he, I liked his character in Westworld, though. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I thought he was cool. Westworld, eh. We don't <laughs> like Westworld, but I liked him in Westworld.
1: I don't like season two of Westworld, the one that he's in.
0: Right. So. Well, yeah, that scene was a cop-out, but...
1: Yeah. They, that, they go to... I keep wanting to say the Pride
0: Land, but... Land before, time. Land, to <laughs> land before time it's the land after time <laughs> time after time <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad that
1: that actor is in there i like him he's cool um zach McLaren. or zon McLaren. yeah Sorry. but yeah he's the crow daddy he kind of he can help he helps rose like narrow down and track he's a tracker people with shining yeah he's yeah. a tracker
0: which is like a such a cool power yeah you know and it, and then it's like true to their heritage too, to the Native American heritage, which yeah. I thought was cool too. So it was perfect. And he's just a cool name, Crow Daddy. That's a cool name, Crow Daddy. <laughs> yeah. And then Rose. Rose was creepy, man. And then the little girl. Oh, D- uh, Dakota Hackman Hickman. Who did she play? Crap, I can't remember her name. What was the little girl's name? Oh, Zabra. That's uh, Kylie Cran. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Abra Stone i apologize that was her no dakota hickman is the younger abra oh she's the younger the one. first time we yeah. see her
0: well when that scene though yeah that's the one i'm talking about it's that scene when she like traps her you know smashes her hand in a filing cabinet or whatever i'm talking about
1: oh yeah no that's the older abra oh is that the older one I yeah, yeah it's it yeah, kylie Curran. oh the my D- dakota she played the younger abra before the time jump the eight years later oh okay um where she was just having her birthday Oh, and, she's like, and all I'm the magician too.
0: Oh, that's the one. And the magician's oh, like, okay, yeah, okay. sure, whatever. And all the spoons were pushed yeah, to the ceiling. That yeah. scene was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, my I, bad. I,
1: and I liked the character of Abra.
0: Yeah, Abra was great.
1: She's the powerful, you know, young generation with a lot of the shining to her, and she knows it, but she doesn't know that anybody else has it.
0: that's her na- her full name Abra? Good dab.
1: I was hoping that they were gonna do that, but no. they didn't. Thank goodness. Just dabber Abra. Okay cool but yeah um but she starts um she starts talking to dan in her mind right and she's just like you know it's just like an imaginary friend that i have but danny torrance he actually does have that wall of right. uh, a chalkboard, and she writes to him on there and he's just like oh there's somebody to talk to there's somebody on the other side of this and he just you know writes something and talks back to her and it's just kind of a you know a basic like little friendship pen pal thing for eight years right but then when rose and her goons get word that there's this girl you know watching that knows what they they've done she's a seer yeah she hones in on
0: them killing that powerful little kid yeah and she almost is like an empath she feels it and screaming
1: and all that all the stabs to his body and (sighs) everything because they have to make him suffer that the steam and the shining and these entities they feed off of fear and anger and sadness so yeah, she feels like all that pain that that kid is going through. And then through that, Danny also feels it.
0: Right, right. It's
1: crazy. And
0: Then he knows, he already knows about these people. It's mm-hmm. so weird. He like somehow kno- knew about them, but they never explain on how he knew about them. Maybe his run-ins with them. And Which well, I kind of like that mystery. I don't think
1: that they were hinting at him having like any past uh, connection to them. Mm-hmm. I think it was more just, you know, if I have this power... And, you know, I either don't use it or I try to use it for good. There's going to be somebody on the other side of that coin using he, it for bad.
0: But the way he talks to her about it, like, you got to keep your head down. They're going to find you. Like, he, it's like he knew. It's like how somehow he knew. I,
1: I think he was talking more about the spirits. Oh, maybe. Because he probably, you know, had a thought that the Overlook Hotel wasn't the only haunted place. Mm,
0: I see. And how he was haunted by those spirits. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe,
1: maybe he was just talking about the spirits and not the people using... The steam from people with the shining Right And yeah, all they're doing is just, you know, lengthening their lives uh, I'm just I'm gonna call him the fireman The right. old guy He, um, they, you know, he was living for like generations
0: I think it was Grandpa Flick
1: Yeah, Grandpa <laughs> But they were like, he was He saying, saw Rome fall
0: Yeah, he saw like Rome yeah. fall
1: He's killed dictators
0: and all this stuff He's fed on the blood of kings That's my the favorite line Yeah <laughs> Yeah it was a good take. It was a good take. Yeah.
1: What I like is Rebecca Ferguson, I mean, I think she's very attractive in this, but she's not used for sex appeal, and she's legitimately terrified.
0: Yeah, I really, I, she she did a great job. I mean, I, she had me convinced. I didn't, she was such a good actress. I didn't like her. You know, you wanted her to lose. Mm-hmm. You wanted, you were happy when her hand got broken. You know, there was, it. that's how good she is. I mean, really, when you think about it, people are like, but, um, it's like Kevin Bacon and Sleepers, you know, you hate his guts because his acting's so good, and he's got overlooked in that movie. big time. Oh, I yeah. hate him so much. I don't think I ever saw that one. <laughs> don't it's dark. <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> movie. the movie the 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 actual like what it's about, you're just like, oh, that movie's heartbreaking
1: i've I've seen heartbreaking movies. I oh, just gosh that one I'm just like I haven't Kevin seen it Bacon. since. Yeah.
0: I saw it once. And I hated giving Bacon's guts in that movie because he's just uh, we'll go we'll talk about it later. He's, he's just a, he's
1: never the actor that I'm like oh I got to see one of his movies right. He's always one of those that he just shows up in a movie that I like. I'm like hey how about yeah, that? yeah yeah
0: well that movie I mean he got overlooked really he should have won something for that because his yeah. performance was excellent yeah that, and I haven't seen it that good since but it's a dark movie man it's a dark movie yeah but this this you, that um. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson she's at that same level of greatness mm-hmm. in her acting that you're just like you truly don't like her yeah because she's that good <laughs> I mean that's that's not hard to that's hard to do it's yeah. hard not to like someone in a movie <laughs> I mean you don't even feel bad
1: when she gets her hand smashed no you want to see like karma yeah get on her eat her and get her comeuppance yeah. so I mean yeah it's it's hard to be a good villain and have people hate you, and have it be realistic—that realistic that they hate you, right? I mean,
0: that's that's a that's a that that's definitely a um, tells you that you're honed in on your character, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, Ewan McGregor, even as you know, he's such a famous face. I was worried I, when he got cast. Yeah, because you know, I mean, Obi Wan and. All his body, everybody he's ever played. Yeah. it's like hard. Like that's what I do with Tom Hanks too. I have a hard time going, getting, getting away from the movie. And in this, I did it. I he he did it for me. He actually um made me forget that it's just Ewan Ewan McGregor yeah. playing a role. Right? right, right. He did a good job at that because yeah. and the way the the scenes that I mainly forgot the most in um were his uh low points. You know where he's gonna get drunk because his friend just got killed you know and and then when he's getting taken over you know he's getting his butt kicked and and the spirits are entering him and taking him over and he's trying to kill that that poor girl you know those yeah. were good scenes
1: yeah no i i agree it was one of those things he's a very famous face he's a very famous famous name can you separate the character away from his notoriety as an actor right. and he did it <laughs> yeah. does help that Young Danny Torrance was only five years old. Yeah, that does help. So you don't have too much to hang on from a character perspective other than he was haunted as a child. Right. But yeah, he, he makes it his own in a very, a very true to the Shining universe way. Uh, I liked it. He passed it off. And I was worried because we've seen so many big name actors this year where they couldn't pass it off. James McAvoy and right. Jessica chastain from It Chapter Two. Right. They did not surpass their names. They didn't feel like the characters. And this he made it feel like the character.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did a good job on that. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Oh yeah, me too. I know that was great. Great casting overall. Yeah, the whole cast. I, I was pleased with everyone. I mm-hmm. mean, that's rare for me.
1: Yeah. Now, what did you think about the replacement actors for young danny torrance jack torrance and for uh wendy um they did look eerily similar you know to the original cast in the shining
0: i thought so um i'm glad they did it that way too even though there was one flashback scene that i thought it was his original mom nope that wasn't nope that was insane yeah no they were she looked exactly like her and and sounded sounded just like that's what i because it was so good that i thought i'm like wow that's kind of random that they just threw in that one scene that was a reenactment
1: that was all reenactment that's insanely amazing that's amazing for for everybody i thought that this was the better way to go you have actors that look very similar (laughs) to the original actors but they reshot everything that takes place in the past. They did a great job. Or the references the past.
0: Because, dude, I have to say, we just saw that movie like a month before. Mm-hmm. And it looked like the lighting and everything. Yeah. Just like her.
1: I think she was one of the best. Young Danny Torrance. Yeah, he was, he was his, close. but He, he was, was close. Was, his eyes were like uh, way too bright, like the yeah. big blue eyes. Yeah. But I think that was to match more Ewan McGregor than right, uh, right. the other Danny Torrance. Right. Uh, the guy who did uh, Jack Nicholson, I'm right. glad that they didn't go overboard because it's so easy to go overboard with the Jack Nicholson impersonation.
0: Right, right, right. And he didn't. He didn't. No. And he made didn't. it
1: very subtle.
0: And and we were surprised. Jackie thought it was the guy from uh, the guy who played Han Solo. Really? That's who she thought it was. And what? I was telling her, no, it's not. No way. <laughs> she did. It totally <laughs> wouldn't have been. I, I said, no, it's not. But see, but,
1: like, isn't that so much better than like what they did in it Chapter Two or in these other movies where they just try to CGI it because they're so close to this uncanny valley mm-hmm. with CGI nowadays? Isn't that better than like pasting like somebody else's face onto these actors?
0: I mean, I think so. Uh, and the only reason is, I mean, we are getting closer to it, but I can still tell sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, you know, it's not there,
0: and and it's gonna, it's not gonna age well.
1: Sometimes it could. It it's really going to look hilarious. It really depends. Like, what is it? Tron Two.
0: Tron. Tron Two is actually.
1: I forget okay. the name. Son of Tron. Son of, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> whatever it's called.
0: I know what you're talking about. It it actually works in that one because Tron of Legacy. Legacy, Sorry. because the lighting hides it. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Sometimes, but yeah. the young Jeff Bridges in that nowadays, by right, today's right, standards, right, 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 right. looks like a cartoon.
0: No, he does look weird. Yeah, he does look weird. But look, but I just watched uh, which, which um, which Avengers movie is it where they have a young um, uh, Stark, Tony Stark? That's Civil War. That looks terrible. Captain America, Civil have you War. You seen it recently? Yeah, I think it still looks good. I think it looks way. Oh, dude, it makes the... me want to laugh. Really? It, I, there's something gamey about it, and I and, I and the same it's with fun. Rogue One. Rogue One at the end with Princess Leia. Is so gamey. Now, I, man, I still think that's fine. The older guy, the older guy, it, it works.
1: Uh, Grandloft Tarkin.
0: Yeah, it works. Like, it's almost not noticeable, but for, for whatever reason, on Princess Leia, I, I can see it. And, and I'm going to point this out, mm-hmm. but it has to do with the, the actual face and the neck. Yeah. It's too short. There's something with it. I don't know.
1: Well, we'll see if those ones stand the test of time. Okay. I, I think for now they still look good, especially the Robert Downey Jr. one. I don't think about anymore.
0: Really? Yeah. Have you seen it recently? Like, like within the last month? <laughs>
1: uh, last time I saw Civil War was maybe four months ago. Oh wow, that's pretty recent. I, I rewatched the Avengers movies just because it's like my comfort food.
0: I just ca- I just somehow caught it and yeah. it was like, oh, and it was that scene, and I was like, oh, that looks
1: terrible. But see, like, isn't this way better? Where we yeah. have. actors
0: being true good casting yeah and it's probably cheaper and it gives someone cheaper well i mean cgi people they'll have work always but um but yeah this this gives another person a chance you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so oh well i i'm with you though i i think i like i like it
1: well and you probably don't have to you know pay for the rights of the original actors either which sometimes like Hey, well, this actor gave us permission for their likeness. This one
0: didn't. Right. So you still have this weird hodgepodge, anyway. It's like it costs less because you have less uh, red tape. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: yeah, know, this was the better way to go about it, and that's honestly what you can say about the whole movie: is they were true to every part of it.
0: Well, what do you think about like all the act- action scenes, man? The shootouts, the fight scenes. I mean, this had a lot more in it than I thought was going to happen.
1: <laughs> it, it wasn't overdone, though.
0: And they didn't show a lot of that in the trailers. Yeah. In the trailer. You know, in the trailers that I saw, I kind of didn't have a, I, I knew it was about the Overlook to a point. But mm-hmm. it almost makes you think it's all going to happen in the Overlook again. You know what I mean? You kind of think that. Yeah. From the trailer. And I guess they're at the end, but that's right. it. Well, I'm glad it's not the whole thing, you yeah. know? Um, I really do, and I like that there's these breadcrumbs of it, you know. And we've, and and then the the whole um passing of the torch. I mean, this this was great. This movie was so good. If you haven't seen it, you need to you need to go see it. Go check it out. Definitely gonna buy this one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm honestly kind of okay with it not doing that great in the box office because right. the Shining movie wasn't a big box office hit right it wasn't that greatly received when it first came out but it's i mean by today's standards it's a classic
0: yeah and this will too this will be either cult classic or it'll be um i mean yeah i could see it being a cult classic i just
1: i don't want it to be one of the forgotten sequels where in 20 years we're like oh yeah didn't it have a sequel didn't the shiny have a sequel right i have a feeling people are gonna say that in 20 years it's gonna be on one of those stupid watch mojo the top 10 sequels that you forgot about right it's gonna be something dumb like that but
0: it doesn't deserve that and who did henry thomas play the kid from et he was in this yeah Ew. he was in the hunting in the hill house you know with, he's the dad i'm I, trying I to figure out who he was oh we haven't oh dude you gotta rock that one man. i know there's there's so many things on so many different platforms now <laughs> that one's great it's up this alley I would, uh, I would put it in line with this. I oh no, he's he's Jack Torrance. He's the bartender. He's, he's Jack. T- I didn't recognize him. That's insane. No, I didn't either. Oh, weird. Henry Thomas, the bartender. You know he's getting a lot of play these days. Kids just from, from e. that T.
1: one commercial, yeah. <laughs> that well, e. He's haunting e. Hill House,
0: film. Dad, and and the Doctor Sleep, and and now the ET commercial, which almost made me cry. I'll admit it. Yeah, he was
1: good though. That means he was doing the Jack Nicholson impersonation without it being too like a crazy. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, he did. He did a good job. I mean, I I really uh, I really enjoyed how they put the team together. Well, I like how it began, how it started out, and and then how it segued into Danny. You know, wake it up. Some girl is drunk. You know, next to him. <laughs> or uh, whatever. Well, that ended <laughs> Pretty, up being kind of sad. Yeah, it did. And then um, I liked how we kind of saw him as a low life, and then like a phoenix rising from the ashes, become a nice guy. Picking himself up mm-hmm. and the transition and then the, the team recruiting and, and then going through the ritual. Yeah. Which was Fariki, Yeah. And then, um, just them hunting and then him outsmarting them and, and, and using their own tricks against them and taking off, like taking out half of them or more oh, than most half. of them. Yeah, yeah. That was nuts. And then how they fit on one of their own, man, like a pack of wolves. <laughs> yeah yeah poor fireman poor
1: poor grandpa flick, yeah <clears throat> I mean he goes and like it's a horrific way that they show these murders with this uh with this gang,
0: yeah, they're pretty brutal,
1: like you you see them breathing and like their skin disappears, and like everything starts disappearing more and more and more until mm-hmm. they're just turned into a cloud of dust,
0: right, and then they feast on that, which is nuts, so tr- yeah that it
1: yeah, that was a good good flick man it was good visuals like that
0: good visuals strong
1: characters um they yeah. don't try to rip off like the stanley kubrick like long shots nope they pay like a little homage here and there to like that kind of uh atmosphere mm-hmm. but they don't try to rip it off and make it look like a stanley kubrick movie which i appreciate but they still have it like have enough of the same tone
0: and and then they they fight fire with fire mm-hmm. which is great like he the way he's uh, sets it up and the way it goes back to the house and the reason it goes back to the house, and then, yep. and then how he unleashes these these uh, spirits demons that he's he's conquered. He and then he, he makes them work for him, mm-hmm. you know. And he almost can't handle it. And it yeah. And well, then I would he, say he can't, but yeah. well, he can't. Yeah, but but then he's unstoppable. Yeah, you know it doesn't end there. It's pretty cool. And that the the torch is passed. That's the other part. You know, it, 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 I like the way it ended
1: i really do that's the only way it could have ended properly yeah it, it might not be, be the happiest ending but no. it's the way it had to end with these characters
0: right i think if he if it didn't end that way i would have uh been a little disappointed it wouldn't have been as good no it yeah wouldn't
1: nearly as good
0: so bravo whoever the director is mike again. <laughs> he did um <laughs>
1: gerald's game the netflix movie that was also uh, uh i stanley kubrick uh stephen king that's another Stephen King book. Oh, it was. And um, Ouija, Origin of Evil, which right. actually was supposedly a pretty good movie. I'm not into board game movies, but it got pretty good reviews on that one. Okay. Uh, Hush and Before I Wake. Oh, and Before Oculus. I
0: Wake. I love Before I Wake. Yeah, he's, he's. I guess. And Oculus. I saw Oculus.
1: This makes him known as like the, the horror director that can actually get a good horror movie made. Wow. Which is surprising.
0: It is surprising. Well, it's hard. It, it's actually the one of the and before awake has this too. This underlining heartwarming portion. Mm-hmm. There's something heartwarming about this story. I don't know what it's. I can't tell you what it is. Maybe it's the fact that he mentors another um, youngling. Oh. <laughs> She's like his Jedi, <laughs> his apprentice. The apprentice, yeah. Jedi master. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I liked it. Yeah, so me too. I recommend it. Go check it out. You got anything more to say about it? Highly recommend it if you're a fan of the
1: Shining, don't sleep on this. Nope. Um, it's really worth it. Even if you end up not liking it, it does a lot of things right. I I mean, even the harshest critics for this, you have to give it credit for what it tries to do.
0: Right, absolutely. I would I would uh I don't know if those critics are correct actually i i enjoyed um, every minute of this it's opinion i did too yeah i did too so it was great and i i'm gonna watch it again and i'm gonna buy it yeah so it's on the
1: same tier as uh blade runner 2049 as far as uh long-awaited sequel in quality it's not like the lower ones no where it's like why did they need a sequel to this they're just milking it no they're not milking it with dr sleep
0: no not at all it's not a chucky flick yeah. <laughs> all right man what uh what have you been watching
1: well there's an interesting movie and we'll keep it on the dark theme for now but uh i know this movie was supposed to be dark but i went in knowing that this was one of the worst movies of 2019 whoa uh the fanatic with john travolta oh my gosh did you know what movie i'm talking about I think so. Uh, John Travolta is a middle-aged man with autistic? white hair. They hint at him having some kind of autistic or aspers or something like that. Okay. But yeah, he has this like creepy bowl cut, but it's a mullet in the back. And he's <laughs> fascinated with this one actor. It's said that he just wants to get like an autograph
0: or something. He collects autographs. But it's so bad. <laughs> it looks bad. I mean, he kind of reminds me... I don't want to take. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but he kind of looks like one of the um, orangutans from Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Because when I f- when I saw it, the the preview for it, I was oh far away from the screen, mm-hmm. and I thought is that a Planet of the Apes. <laughs> no, they make they make him look what weird. Is that? He's
1: like hunched over. He's talking all weird.
0: Well, he's strangling some guy. He's got some... Look at the haircut. Like,
1: Yep, that's it.
0: Like, they, like, shave over the ear? What is that? Yeah. Is that a thing? They shave
1: over the ear. So it's like a bowl cut, but with a mullet. It's very
0: weird. It's very but weird. But that
1: was known as one of the worst movies, and it was my friend Kurt's birthday. He's like, I want to see a bad movie. Okay. And I was like, I got the one for you. You got
0: the one for you. <laughs> so oh, we dude. watched
1: it. It was awful. It was a mess. I know it was supposed to be this, like, edgy thriller about this stalker, like, you know, Doing whatever he can to get into the life of this actor played by Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes no sense. It's horribly written. It's horribly directed. And guess who wrote and directed it? Fred Durst.
0: No. Yes. What? So it's from it, Link Biscuit.
1: From Limp Biscuit. So it's modern John Travolta, who has not had a good movie in 25 years. Right. Meets. Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit trying to make a thriller about a person with Asperger's.
0: This is but weird. But they
1: don't know none of, none of those parts match up. They don't know how to make it a watchable movie. This
0: is just weird.
1: And they try to save it with editing. They do like these little like chalk drawings. So it's like, oh, hey, it's whimsical. It's just his mind, like blah, blah, blah. But then they also try to add it, add in like this edgy like voiceover of this girl that is friends with him for some reason. Okay. But they never go into detail as to why they're friends, what the relationship is, and why she cares. And there's all these red flags of him being like a crazy stalker because he brings it up to her and she doesn't do anything. What
0: in the world? Like, it's such
1: a bizarre movie. And I don't know how something like that gets made, honestly. John Travolta, I don't know what he's on now, but he needs to give up. If he needs to make money uh,
0: There's probably better movies That you could just do for a paycheck Wow Yeah it was bad I'm, I had no idea it was Fred Durst Yep Like three dollar bill y'all yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know he's been directing
1: movies This is I think his third or fourth movie He's been directing movies He's I didn't been know directing that. movies but It's not good ones It's not memorable ones Oh man Yeah, I saw that Willingly And it was hilarious, but not on purpose Not on purpose Not on purpose whatsoever Oh boy Like John Travolta's character, he moonlights as Like one of those people Dressed up in costume on the boardwalk But he doesn't know how to be Like he's supposed to be a British Bobby (laughs) So he has like the weird policeman's hat He has like a fake mustache over his like Horrible saggy beard And he just, he can't act as the character acting badly. Oh my gosh. So he doesn't, he can't even do a British accent. Which I think that's just John Travolta can't do a British accent. So he's just talking to himself in the mirror. He's like, poppycock,
0: poppycock. Let's go see
1: the Beatles. Let's go see the Beatles. Poppycock is so stupid. What is
0: going on with this movie?
1: It's, if you ever, (laughs) if you ever are hard for a laugh then go see the fanatic wow don't pay for it though wow like get a free rental from redbox you know there's always coupons or something let's see if they're that it's yeah it's a redbox film by the way that's redbox made that. that's a
0: redbox movie. film yeah
1: hilarious it's you know spoilers gonna be on probably my worst 2019 list pretty, oh nice pretty easily, that's exciting pretty easily that's exciting that shouldn't be a surprise
0: no <laughs> what have you been watching um, I finished Daybreak on Netflix, mm-hmm. which was filmed right here in Albuquerque. Um, I think the whole thing was filmed at like, um, the train train yards or the rail yard. Uh-huh. Sorry, the uh, Cottonwood and Coronado Mall. I'm pretty sure, which is you know adds another element of good. Uh, it started out amazing. Uh, it has Matthew Brod- Brod- Brodrick. um Broderick. Mm-hmm. Broderick. Sorry. Uh, it has a... Uh, I don't think you know anyone else in this. Actually, they're all kids. But what it's about, it's uh, it's about some bomb goes off, and okay. it kills all the adults. Okay. Well, not all of them. Some of the adults... The adults go crazy. There's some, like, virus or something in it. Okay. And they start eating people, and they go nuts. Dogs, like, mutate. And there's this kid, and... Um, the, the whole point of his existence is to find this girl that he's head over heels in love with. Um, and yeah, it's pretty interesting. It goes a little long. Um, it, it's funny. It's like a fun teen movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more for kids, I think, but I finished it just cause, um, it should have ended probably after episode six or seven.
1: Oh, it's one of those, and I connects. would have been
0: fine, but it just kept going, man. It just uh. kept going. Um, they kind of end up in this mall, and um, that part's kind of cool. And there, there's all these like different tribes, like the jocks are a tribe, mm-hmm. the cheerleaders are a tribe, uh, the man. you know the golf kids are a tribe, you know, tribe. You know, they're 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 all like different types of tribes and stuff. And there's this one kid playing samurai, um. There's yeah. the gamers, you know.
1: This this sounds like a young adults' TV show.
0: It totally is. Uh, it totally is. It, it doesn't. It's not a bad idea. It's a fun idea. It's one concept, but um, I think if I was in high school, I still wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. No, oh, it sounds because um, uh-huh. it went too long. It just was too long. Yeah. Um, and the storyline kind of bottoms out a couple times, and then it picks back up. <laughs> And then it ends terribly, but that that's one of them that I watched. Editing, just yeah. edit
1: correctly. Don't worry about episode order. Just make good episodes. I just
0: want good storytelling is what yeah. I want. I mean, I thought the idea was pretty clever. Yeah, I, I was kind of enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but they kind of lost me. Oh. And then I watched. Um,
1: Anything horror or a thriller?
0: Did I watch? It? Well, I mean, I watched. More, they're kind of like a thriller. You know, the uh, the end of the effing world. you watched that one yeah, too. Yeah, I watched that one too. Season two.
1: It was that pretty was, good. That was so good. I was so happy when I saw that season two came out. Me and Charlie watched it on the plane to Texas. And man, we binged the heck out of that just in the first day that we could. And it was a satisfying conclusion. It could have gone, we were talking about this before we started recording. It could have gone a couple different ways. Right. And I still would have been like, you know, that makes sense. But I'm glad that they went the way that they did. It's a interesting way to deal with grief.
0: Yeah. For these kids. Yeah, that's what I... I mean, I... I, I and I liked how it built... Like, it didn't start out right away with these kids. And they're yeah. not together. Yeah. You know? So, it was interesting how they finally got together and how things came together. And Gosh, that... The outcome of the season outcome, one. Yeah. You know? And then how, you know, they're... They, how season 1 ties into season 2 without giving spoilers away. Yeah. Um I really did enjoy it. Um it is dark. Cheese. Um and just the way it is it's my kind of dark. It's my kind of dark. It's a funny dark in a yeah. way. Like it's not it's not terribly dark. Yeah. Um I like sleepers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um me and Charlie we watched the remake of Pet Cemetery last night.
0: Oh, how was that? Uh it's all right. It's all right. So that's not, that's not So good. we're
1: we're split and Charlie will probably listen to this oh. and disagree with me. Okay. We've talked about this even just from watching it yesterday. So Jason Clark, is that his name or I Jeremy it, Clark? Whatever his name, whatever is, his name whatever, is, whatever. He's Clark. boring. He's boring in everything he does. <laughs> even in uh, uh it, a, it goes Rise Dawn War. So he was in Dawn of the Planet of Apes. Okay. Um his character in that was forgettable. Caesar was the main. Didn't he have thing. Alzheimer's
0: in that? No. I'm no, just kidding. No.
1: That was a joke. No. But uh, John Lithgow is also <laughs> I know, in that cemetery. I, that's yeah. why I said it.
0: <laughs> no. I'm oh, sorry.
1: No, he's just as an actor, he's forgettable. Right. But the first, like, you know, two thirds of the movie, I'm like, well, he's at least serviceable. This movie is serviceable. It does some things that the original movie didn't do. They do these little twists. Uh, but the ending, they didn't land the ending for me. No. Um, Charlie was more satisfied with the ending Than I was okay. She was a little bit happier with uh, Jason Clark's acting by the end I thought it was really? laughable That's I thought funny. his acting <laughs> was laughable by the end oh, Because man. he's trying to He's trying to pull this range off that he cannot do Wow And he's always like the safe bet It's like oh we just need like a middle aged white guy Ah Jason Clark <laughs> like, <laughs> like Terminator he's... Genesis. It's like we need someone to play John Connor Ah, oh, he's cheap. <laughs> he's cheap. Let's just get him. He was awful in that. Oh gosh. He was forgettable yeah, he was in, in Dawn right. and Plenty Apes. You're right. And this it's just he's playing like I'm Mr. Everyman. I'm gonna move my family to the country. I'm a just a regular doctor having a boring doctor laugh. Nothing will happen to me. It's like, <laughs> oh come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh John Lithgow though was in the movie. Right. And, in Pet Cemetery, and he was good.
0: Right. He's but, always good.
1: Yeah, but it was still formulaic by formulaic by today's standards. Oh, so it was just another you know remake of a Stephen King movie that they try to do these little twists and it kind of works, kind of doesn't, but it's still I would say it's a serviceable movie. Okay, it's not as bad as people let it out to be, but it's just not enjoyable enough for me.
0: I'd say that's fair, man. Yeah, I say that's fair. Did you know there's an Iron Sky too? Yeah. Did you watch it? Nope. I couldn't get through it. (laughs) I started it and I think I got in like maybe a half an hour. The first one was 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 great. Over the top and like
1: satisfying enough and silly that I was like, they're making a sequel. It's not going to be as good. It was rough. It's like making a sequel to the human centipede. The story is done. Stop it. It's just stop it. It's campy. (laughs) It's scary in like its own special way just leave it be when they's when i saw iron sky 2 i was like or when i saw that they were going to do iron sky 2 i was like no right I mean, you should have let a good thing just be
0: <laughs> all right man i think that's it i think that's it well this concludes this episode of nerding daily be sure to go to our website and purchase a shirt or a flask or a thong whatever whatever you know get your goat no. Floats your boat Float your boat uh, It's You know Nothing says I love you more I think I put Did you read this like Yeah Yeah Nothing says I love you more Than a thong to mom A nerding daily thong Right No that's a joke Anyways I'm, We're out of here Good night